Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New, new, new information, please. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. I'm going to need everything. All the info you got. On My Talk. My Talk. Hello there. Good afternoon and uh, welcome. It's your Friday Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're enjoying a 38 degree December day in front of we like that, but even better, we are happy to welcome in one of America's finest journalists, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Patrick J. Racy is here. Dang, happy to be back. Uh, my yeah. first show with Lori, too. Uh, yeah. See, I, I wish we, I, I know Julia did all kinds of like special things for you, but I just, mm-hmm. I, I, I was too lazy. I was so uh, just excited that you were going to be here taking time out between volleyball. Uh, I got a little chuckle here at Holly's update, though, because the when I was doing mornings, the first show I ever did on mornings, I think in 2009, we did 13 months, but I had Des come over. Oh, yes. And do pop culture. And uh, was it Shakira? I, I, Shakira? I had seen Shakira, and I was impressed with the way she could move, oh, move make that body move. <laughs> That's right, know? her hips don't lie. Except yeah. the first thing out of the block is I said, "Who is this Shakira gal?" And, uh, <laughs> and uh, that that set the stage for Dez's weekly appearances. Oh boy. So, but yeah. Patrick, you were you watch TV and you go to movies and you would. You know, uh, we we would do some pop culture gossiping. I feel like you're on top of it. I, I am. Uh, you know, I was feeling bad though. I saw the loose the list of potential, you know, Golden Globes and stuff. And boy, I I have never seen so few as I've seen right now. But as you point out, half of them haven't opened. Half here yet. of them have not opened, yes. so we don't need to feel bad. And uh, so we've got we've got plenty of time. I mean, we're we have we have until January twenty fourth before we go to the SAG Awards. That's our goal is okay. to see all see at least, the, and I think pretty much for best picture, maybe Julia and I have seen all of them except Black Klansmen. Well, uh, which is very good. Is I that did good? See that. You I liked did. it. But uh, I got to tell you what I'm up against at home. Okay, tell me. I went to Crazy Rich Asians oh, by myself. Loved. Go to Casey. Casey went by himself. I went by myself. I finally got my wife. To watch it two nights ago on on demand, she hated it. What? I'm up against. I. 
I'm in a rela- I'm in a marriage where I like crazy rich Asians more than my wife. Wow. That is unbelievable. Uh-huh. I loved that movie. And not so only much. that, I like Mrs. Maisel better than she likes oh. Mrs. Maisel. So Patrick, uh, wow. she likes. Uh, if stuff. I wasn't taken, you'd be a man yes. right after my own heart. And you're younger than my dad, so you're in the age she range. She likes the baking show. Oh yeah, uh, the British version. British Bake Off. And, and, yeah, and like uh, virtually anything where they're investigating a murder. That's oh, the guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So She's like Wendy Williams, down. real ID, <laughs> yes, and all that those kind things. Of stuff. That's it. But okay. the crazy. I was. I said, "Are you're the only." female in america who didn't like crazy rich asian yeah didn't you love hearing the songs that we knew in mandarin and going now how do i know that song you know how do i know that song we did talk about this last time i was here it wasn't as funny as i thought but the next one i think will probably be more yeah because they're setting up the story the books are very funny kevin kwan Mm. is um because you know he's from shanghai and his grandmother was like one of those hoity-toity. And so he saw all of that. So he was kind of writing from personal experience. And I read in an interview, he hoped he wouldn't get in too much trouble because he does serious dishing. (laughs) Well, yes. You know, we don't know who the people are, but some of them are based on real life crazy. And the whole premise, right? There's rich, there's crazy rich, and then there's crazy rich Asians. See, here's the deal. I uh, When I was, all those years I did radio down the hall, I could say virtually anything I wanted to about the bride. Because she didn't listen to her. I don't even think she knew when I was on. Yeah. But she listens to your show. So I, I got to be, be careful today. I got to be careful today and polite. Okay. And That's, well, stuff. Patrick, I mean, you know, I want you to go off on something oh, here we and will. there. We will. Something, you know, uh, yes. by the way, I did. I got um, rare kudos from Julia on on Tuesday because on Monday, you know, she likes to come in on Monday and have just a Krabby Abby moment about the Vikings because she's yeah. diehard. Yes diehard Viking fan and she's given me this that and the other thing and I just said why don't they fire that damn head coach yes it doesn't the don't you have to chop off the head of the snake or I don't know what the <laughs> saying is or but he why do they keep firing all these other guys and then what's in the paper the next day well, get rid of Zimmern well there's been a lot of that stuff Zimmer but uh, is Zimmer, that what his name is? Zimmer is the, is the guy that uh, <laughs> used to work here but uh, you know uh, see this one by I the way I, I I do like his new show better than eating worms and stuff. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, yeah, he does. But, but are, uh, will the Vikings? Uh, will we, I don't think so. You I, don't. Uh, They'll just pay pay him to badly well, coach. Well, they six here? six and one, but they're going to make the playoffs because they now have uh, the. They got Miami at home. They'll beat them. They got De- they play Detroit, and you you know the reason the Vikings have been a successful franchise is Detroit's in their division. Detroit, Mike Tice. 8-0 for his career against the Detroit Lions. Bud Grant in the Hall of Fame because of the Detroit Lions. Really? So they'll win that game, and then when they're playing the Bears the last game of the season here, the Bears will already have won the division and have nothing to play for. So they're going to end up probably 9-6-1 and or 8-7-1, and and I don't think anybody will get fired. But I, I think Zim's a goofball. You do, Well, right now that whole... Like minute and a half, everything you said, it was like you were speaking Latin or well, something. A whole I another it. language. I'm kind of like, like you talking about kind of you talking about pit dog or pit bull. No, I know. I've no. heard of pit bull, but I don't know. Uh, I assume he uh, uh, sings a form of hip hop. Uh, well, be he does all these. Co- he does songs with different art. Uh, he's Mr. Worldwide, Mr. Three Hundred Five. He's the only. 
You know, I want to sit. He's not on, married to a Kardashian. No, no he's okay, not married. Good. I would like to sit on By his the way, lap. My wife is a Kardashian expert. She watches them. Yeah, so. well, she's one of the dwindling few mm-hmm. because they're losing audience so fast. But Pitbull is like, if I could just have one night in Vegas, I would just sit on his lap for just like a Ooh, half hour. Really? Okay. Yeah, you know, and call him I Puppy. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, Casey knows about that. That if okay, I ever see true. him. I would like to do that. I used to have a friend who covered uh, the the twins for MLB.com, Mark Sheldon from, uh, and now he's in Cincinnati, went to Shell, and a character. But he and his wife had a agreement. They each had a list of five. Oh. If they ever had a chance, they then had permission. Of course, it was... uh, you know, Magic. Anna Kendrick. And right, stuff. no one I mean, we have a chance but, but But the thing was, to get on the, you know, to get on the top five was quite a distinction for a, for a woman to replace one of the others yes. and vice versa with the man. So right. Pitbull would be in your top five. Well, yeah, he would be. Just to sit in his lap and, you know, mm-hmm. just have my arm around his neck, and I feel like he smells really good. Now, you were telling me something horrible, and we'll probably get into it later, about uh, Jessica Alba's former oh, love yeah, we're, interest. We're She's in, in my top five. Is she in oh, your top, in five? top five? Yeah. Okay. Well, Always, for a long time, even though she's supposed to be a brat, right? Well, no, I think well, I, I think now that, you know, she's been settled down. She's a mom. She's got a $2 billion company. Honesty, oh, which good. keeps getting sued for their dishonest claims, but mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. what's a small thing like that? But yeah, we are going to talk about uh, CPS is shelling out money right and left. They are uh, nudging past NBC and Fox as far as sexual <laughs> harassment. Right. Well, I don't think. I think we're only. Uh, I think this is going to be going on for a long time. Oh. There's a there's a lot of old pervs my age walking around there <laughs> who used to have executive positions who oh, are probably God. trying to make quiet settlements with people. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Well, Patrick, we really appreciate you taking a break from your volleyball NCAA it's been fantastic. volleyball. Fantastic. We'll talk about that a little later. We will. Okay. And when we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough. There it is. In fact, it's making this song better. <laughs> Adding pitfalls into the mix. All right, Patrick Gracie. You know what my theory is, is on here. rap music and hip hop, don't you? It's, I'm it's afraid to ask. It's basically a spinoff on polka. Oh. Oompa, 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 oh, it's oompa, it's oompa, oompa, time. oompa. Yeah, that's yeah, true. <laughs> Whoopi John Wilfart would have been the first hip hopper. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. How would you like to go through life with that last name? And there's all kinds of people down there in the sleepy eye New Ellum area. What is the last Wilfart, name? Wilfart. W I L F A H R T. And is that Will like fart. Dutch? German? Maybe? It's uh, probably, yeah, German. German, it's Dutch, German. Danish, that's all something German. like that's that. That's all German. Dutch. All right. Okay, so we have to get to this story. CBS um, just, cont- they're, they're leading the pack now um, in the scandal department because we just learned last night, well, yesterday we uh, talked about Les Moonves, you know, um, uh, rock block Sybil Shepherd's career for her show Sybil because she refused his advances. And then last night there was a story about Eliza Dushku, which people might know her from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's where we first mm-hmm. really saw her. Yes. But CB, well, we'll let the GMA audio speak for itself and then talk about it. 
Eliza Dushku, an actress best known for her role in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, signed on in March of 2017 to play in three episodes on the hit show Bull starring Michael Weatherly. There were plans to make her a full-time cast member, but then Dushku confronted Weatherly about several comments she says he made on set that made her uncomfortable. Jokes and suggestions about her appearance, sexual assault, as well as sexual innuendo. Shortly after she spoke to Weatherly about his comments, she was written off the show. CBS agreed to pay her a confidential settlement of $9.5 million, roughly what she would have made as a cast member for four seasons. Her story came to light after CBS hired outside counsel to look into accusations of sexual misconduct made by multiple women against Les Moonves, CBS's former chief executive. An internal investigation of Moonves turned up evidence of sexual misconduct as well as lying and destruction of evidence. According to investigators, CBS's chief compliance officer provided outtakes from Bull thinking that it would help the company because they showed Dushku cursing on the set. But according to her lawyers, that backfired because some of those clips showed some of the very harassment that she had reported. Now, for his part, Weatherly issued a statement apologizing for his behavior. They just keep peeling back the onion here. Yes, they do. And in fact, they peeled it back so far today that CBS donated $20 million today to um, women's groups fighting sexual harassment. This guy didn't lose his job yet, though, no, right? No, they're he's, still going to keep going now? They found a different girlfriend for him? Is that right? That's basically, that's basically it. You don't pay... I mean, she was able to prove it because apparently he was very fond of like he, telling her, I would like to bend you over my knee and spank you in front okay. of everybody. He referred to his dressing room as the rape van. Oh, that's oh good. My God. He, yeah, very, and all this stuff. And, you know, he was on Dark Angel, and he was 32 and dating Jessica Alba, and she was 19. And mm-hmm. he was, I guess, a real Dinkus Moranis on that well, how show. How old is he now that he's got to be 50. well in his, okay, he's 50. pushing 50. Okay, yeah, so, I mean, well there's zero his... evidence that his career is hurt in any way because of her settlement and how it's not, you know, how we know about it, I I don't really know. But, I mean, he said it was just all jokes, mocking lines in the script. Mm-hmm. They don't pay $9.5 million no, for uh, no, that. No, 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 no. That's, uh, that's, that's uh, you know. There's a, there's gonna there's more and more and more and more of this coming up. Yeah, but I think I believe uh, Eliza Dushka. I believe I remember her from a, a a very fine dramatic film. What was it? When her and another uh, woman were swapping husbands and uh, a dramatic movie, and one of them enjoyed it and one of them didn't. And I can't remember whether Eliza was the one who enjoyed it or did not, but it was certainly a fine dramatic effort. Did and, your uh, bride like this movie? Do I you believe remember? this was watched alone downstairs in the <laughs> den about oh midnight, gosh. I think. So, uh, but uh, good luck to her with the nine and a half million. That'll, yes, that'll take care of her place out in uh, the uh, Hollywood. Well, you know, and the other thing, though, is that, you know, the very real worry that is this going to hurt my career, too, by taking that settlement? Am I going to get like Sybil Shepard just basically said, then, you know, all of a sudden the stories about how difficult I was started Mm -hmm. circulating. Courtesy. Well, Sybil's at a point now where she doesn't have to worry about that. Right? No. Take the money. Take the money, Sybil. Yeah, she's good. You know, she's moved on, but it did. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman. 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Stymie her career and I think it's very ironic that uh, I'm, I'm glad CBS is handing out some of Les Moonves Severance package that he's not going to get. It, they should give the whole $120 million to uh, women's groups fighting sexual harassment if they want, but they gave $20 million today. Sybil ever say anything about Bogdanovich? Yeah, she gave... I just listened to an interview with her the other day. That's where she learned all about um, directing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. You read wink, into wink. that any way yeah. you like. Yes. And she dished about Elvis that he... She was a very attractive 18-year-old, and uh, she, you got a hunch that... Uh, she was uh, being uh, directed in a rather lecherous fashion, I thought. Yes, because uh, he... The, right. The was that the last picture? The last picture. The last picture. Yeah. One of the great yeah. movies of all time. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's so beautiful, too, mm-hmm. in that movie. By the way, Patrick, the name of that classic Eliza Dushku movie, which co-starred Macaulay Culkin, okay. Sex and Breakfast. Yeah. Oh. Okay, see? <laughs> yeah. I you was, remember uh, it fondly. You know, no wonder <laughs> I never heard of it. I don't know. Yeah, I should have missed it. You got to stay up late. It's got to be about one in the morning, but... But you might get a chance to see it. Okay. Do we know who the other uh, fee, uh, femme, uh, uh, femme uh, fatale yeah, was? Uh, I'm not sure who was in there. Uh, nobody I ever heard of. Okay. Let's put it that way. Well, just well, name was, the woman. Uh, they like, were both attractive. They were? Yes. And McCall, what year well, I don't it? know which one. One of them enjoyed 2007, Lori. Okay. One of them got into the uh, swapping and the other yeah. one didn't, okay. and I can't remember which way it went. All right. I'll this, have to go back and look and see, try to, <laughs> uh, try Patrick, to figure it out. This is always the problem with swapping. Yes. And swing. Yes, right. There's always one person who doesn't like it, and the other person really likes mm-hmm. it. So, how do these people? How do the people? I who, think with me it would be the person. I'd be with the person who didn't like it. Would be my guess. But and anyway, you would like it. I don't know. No, you don't know. I, okay, I got to tell you this place we have a condo <laughs> oh, in. Here we in, go. Here we go. A place <laughs> we have a condo in Florida, uh, Paseo. And they got a big pool, you know, and, yeah. it's, and then the weekends in the spring, it's, there's a lot of people there. And, yeah. and and someone associated with the Twins, not a player, and I don't want to name him, told me, you you know, there are swingers there on the weekend. What? There's swingers there at this place at on the place? weekend. They go there. You know, and I said, how do you know? How do you tell? How can yeah. I tell if I go up there? The blue light. He says, the guy says to me, do they... Uh, did you see any swingers? I said, I don't know. I might have. I, I, yeah. have, no, I have no idea. So I, it's 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 hard for me to identify them. I but. think there's like a porch light. Like it's blue. No, they're or... at the pool. They're not walking around with a blue light oh. over their head. But later, later, <laughs> the signal to come over for swinging is oh the blue Lord. porch light. Well, I saw some 60-year-old gals with 30-year-old guys. Maybe they were swingers. Okay. I, I don't know. And I'll be looking out for them again when I'm down there. This when you're morning. down there. All right, when we come back, Chris Hewitt is joining us from the Star Tribune. We're going to talk movies. This is going viral in a big way. 
This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? latest, latest. Trending online this afternoon would be Johnson & Johnson because according to an investigation by Reuters, the company knew that its baby powder talc supply contained asbestos as early as 1971. Also trending the Weekly Standard, the influential conservative magazine is shutting down after more than two decades in circulation. And it's an anniversary today. Al Roker, he's trending because he's celebrating 40 years over at NBC. And also trending online this afternoon would be the hashtag Thank you, BTS. People giving praise to the K-pop band BTS this afternoon. That's what's trending here at My Talk, and we want to thank you, My Talk listeners, for making My Talk 1071's 11th annual Santa Project a huge success. Thanks to presenting sponsor Chris Lindahl Real Estate and to all of our Santa Stop broadcast partners. And we're going to be bringing hundreds of toys, gift cards, and dollars to the Ronald McDonald House Charities because of your generosity. And you can watch it all go down on Facebook Live December 18th as we deliver all of our donations to the Ronald McDonald House. That's a, uh, yeah, no, time for weather. Mm-hmm. Okay, patchy, <laughs> patchy freezing fog tonight. 24 the low. Tomorrow, uh, after the fog gets out of here, going to be a lovely day. Sunny, 40. That's right, 40 tomorrow. We're going to love that. Right now, it's sunny and 38 in my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. hopes for this this movie well it's not my fault they wrecked it <laughs> why did they wreck it what did they do what's it's wrong with really it really boring it's just really boring like people are having sex all over the place and murdering each other and somehow they managed to make it seem like your life <laughs> i mean your life is more interesting yeah. my life they somehow just make it seem very kind of rote and dull oh. and yeah, it's very surprising. I love Saoirse Ronan. Yeah, I totally want to see Saoirse Ronan playing Mary Queen of Scots, but it just—I don't know—it doesn't work. It doesn't. It's work. not well directed for one thing, and the, it's totally humorless. Which I mean, admittedly, it's a tragic story, but still, there are ways to find you know. Listen, humor the and- CW did a killer job with the young Mary Queen of Scots with this show called Rain. R e g i n. Yeah, rain like the rain. Like yeah, that show it. was amazing and wonderful about the two young queens, and it was fun and dazzling. And this, I wanted to be I dazzling. And I think that's part of it. Is it is a story that's been told a lot. There's also that Glenda Jackson Vanessa Redgrave right. one, which I think is pretty good from the early seventies. And so. and the, like you write in here, the poor woman had the worst marital luck in history. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, every time it just and she, the first time was for love, and that worked out pretty well. But he died when he was like twenty one, and then the next two are really problematic. Yeah. All right. So you didn't you didn't like that movie you think back no. then? They, you think back then they said or uh, they'd always say, "Boy, did he die young?" Or did they just assume that that might happen? In the movie, I don't think they, they kind of act like no, they they act like it was surprising that he died okay. so young. Nobody right. seems to remember. Mark on the fact that in the second one, her husband was not the marrying kind, as we used to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And is, Margot Robbie, she's been nominated for some things. Is this I think she's good in it, and she has the much meatier part, because okay. her character is kind of nuts anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seeing her country slip away from her potentially, and worried about her smallpox. And How's Joel and Taylor, Taylor, boy, Taylor Swift's boyfriend in it? He is fine it's not the greatest part for him either he's really? kind of uh yeah i don't know there's just this sense that all of the people are 
being acted on by outside forces and none of them has much agency. Mary Queen of Scots tries to take some, but All right. so oh, yeah, was, it's hard for what people was to the shine. movie that the kid was that she was in the lead uh, Lady Bird. Yeah, was that okay? All right, Lady last year. Bird. Yeah, fantastic. she's fantastic. Yeah, she was so good. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about the movie that I think is sneaking up on everybody as far as being a major contender for some of these races for best picture. The favorite. Oh. Uh, that movie, did you love it? I like it a lot. A lot. It'll be, okay. I think I'm going to end up making a top 10 list and it'll be on it because it's... Um, Describe this movie for us. Well, it takes it's Queen Anne, who would be, I think, around 400 years ago now. And she is ill, both physically and mentally. She's had 17 miscarriages, the poor <laughs> woman. And she uh, also, I think, is probably depressed, although obviously not diagnosed way back then. And two women, one of them is already in her court, played by Rachel Weiss, who essentially makes all of her decisions for her and tries to make her life comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it turns out later in the movie quite a bit more than that. Oh. And another, who is the cousin of the Rachel Weiss character, who comes to court and essentially all about Eve's Rachel Weiss and tries to work her way into the is that Emma Stone? Circle. That's Emma Stone. And it, unlike Mary Queen of Scots, which is a very kind of staid and traditional, it could have been made like 35 years ago. This movie has a very contemporary feel that people talk like we talk today, even though they're actually yeah. 400 years ago. And it's really energetically edited and it has a lot of really interesting ideas about women and power and um, equality. And it's funny as all get out. It's sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the other it's woman kind in of it? Everything Mary Queen of Scots isn't. Emma who's playing what? a bad guy. I like that. Yeah, I'd like to see I don't her know if you would call guy. any of the three of them a bad mm-hmm. guy. They're okay. all kind of shades of gray. Okay. okay, I would say so. Maybe it's not quite fair to say all about Eve. Although mm-hmm. there's definitely that element, and there's a lot of like witty, insulting banter that you sort of have to take a second to go. Yummy. Oh, she just said a really mean thing. There. Okay, so it's Rachel Weisz, Emma Stone, and Olivia Coleman plays Queen Anne. And she's the one who's being touted as a best actress. Yes, and she we know her from Broadchurch. She was oh, the yes. detective, yes. and then she's going to play the queen in The Crown, taking over yes. for Claire Foy. So she's, she's. you think that, when is your best, uh, when is the Star Tribune's top 10 list coming out? Is it next Sunday? It will be, yes, the yeah. 23rd. Not, okay. not two days from now, but uh, the, the next nine. weekend. Yep. Okay, so you think the favorite. Why okay. are we so fixated sure. on the 400-year-old royalty suddenly? I what don't the know. heck's going on? Well, in the... I mean, uh, what, I would, what caused this? Uh, the crown, it, the, this stuff, these movies were being made before the crown, so I don't know. Yeah, I would kind of say, based on Mary Queen of Scots, why do we care? Because I don't think it has much interesting to say. But the the interesting thing about The Favorite is it has tons to say about now. I mean, okay. it's basically talking about now in the guise of, okay. six, of 400 years ago, which I think is much more interesting than trying to replicate a time yeah, that we good. maybe can't recall. Like, how does it speak to us now? That movie asks. Whereas mm-hmm. Mary Queen of Scots, to me, doesn't. Okay, really. all right. Well, I'm. We're going to take it. How many stars did you give the favorite? Is that a four out of four? Three Must and have been. Oh, three and a half. Okay. Now, for for the parents out there, if they've already gone to see Ralph and the Grinch, what is their movie this weekend? And do we like it, the Spidey one? What's oh, it? it's not just for kids. It's not just for kids. Okay, this is called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's animated violence in mild language. Oh, my uh, seven-year-old grandson would love that. Four it's, out of four stars you're giving it's it. It's for sure going to be on that top ten list. It's you're fantastic. kidding. It is? It's really sweet. 
It's really funny. It's really inclusive. Spider-Man is this Afro-Latino kid. And actually, at the screening I went to a couple of Saturdays ago, a little African-American boy behind me, I would guess he was four, at the point when it became clear that this little teenager in the movie was going to become the next Spider-Man, yelled, yay, black Spider-Man. Which is so adorable. Yeah. And so cool. All right, so I can tell my mom, because she was like wondering, the seven-year-old grandson wants to see this, and she's like, I wonder if this will be a movie I sleep through. No. So it's Is it out? Is it, it, it starts Friday. Open today. Or today, yeah. Okay. And it's uh, kind of the point of the movie, which I think is also what makes it great for kids, is all of us have things that make us special and powerful, and we just need to look inside and figure out what they are. It's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Really? And I went into it. It was Skeptical? a Saturday morning screening. Yeah. I'm like, I don't really want to get up at, on Saturday and go to the movies necessarily, especially to see yet another superhero movie. I've right. seen plenty, and I loved it. From the first frame. What are the early uh, scouting reports on Mary Poppins? Well, not great. What? Because my wife is determined to take her nine-year-old granddaughter to it because she loved the original so much. I want to see it, too. Um, but the director is not a particularly great choice. He's the guy who made that horrible Daniel Day-Lewis version of Nine. He did also make Chicago. He did make Chicago. But I think that was more about the screenplay being good than him. Um, and I've heard it's like super, super sweet in a way that feels like it was potentially made around the same time the first Mary Poppins was made. Uh, we so. read that it was perfectly perfect in every way. Did you? Yes, we did. Well, I like that version much better. <laughs> yeah, I think that you have been sitting under someone's shady Christmas tree getting bad information, Chris Hewitt, because... All the, but like Roger Friedman at Showbiz 411, he described it as perfectly perfect. I mean, is he someone you usually trust? I do. I, yeah. He's, okay. Yeah. I, I, I like him. I mean, he's been reporting on Showbiz like Patrick's been reporting on sports for years and years. Just knows what he's talking about. Anyway, and just, I, I want it to be good. I mean, I hope you're right. Angela Does Lansbury's that open Christmas it. Day? No, it opens before then. In fact, I think it might open. It opens next week. I think it, it might open on Wednesday instead of Friday. But don't okay. don't, don't quote, quote me you on that. that. I mean, I guess I just quoted myself on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I want you to give a shout out because I know you do also review uh, plays and musicals for the Star Tribune. Yes. And I think the show is still playing. I want you to give a shout out about Marie and Rosetta. Because oh. you raved about that show. Jamisha Bennett is so amazing in that show. She's the lead singer of Sound of Blackness, and she plays Sister Rosetta Tharp, who is a you know legendary gospel, soul, rock, rock. performer. In fact, didn't but she I just get into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I don't know that people really properly appreciate her. Well, you know, the main reason they might know her is because of that Alison Krauss, uh, Robert Plant song from like four years ago, Sister Sister Rosetta. Uh, which was a great song, and I think both of them are fans and sort of wanted to mm-hmm. pay homage to her. But yeah, she played gospel music in the middle of the last century, and she introduced the electric guitar to gospel music. And she, in the show, she's teaching a younger woman who's a gospel singer how to put a little swing in her gospel. And you know, there's she says it's about the hips. Use your hips as a metronome, yeah. and the performances, the songs are just spectacular. Where is this playing at? Cause it is at Park Square. At Park Square through the end of December, I think. Um, I or, not, or mid-December. I think but, it might not quite make it to the end of the month. But yeah. Okay, okay. Well, that show is called uh, Maria and Rosetta. Right, we're with Chris Hewitt and Patrick Royce from the Star Tribune. We're talking Hollywood and movies. And when we come back, we're going to talk about um, 
Sandra Locke passed away today. Okay. Very good actress. And uh, we've got a few things we need to hear from you gentlemen. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. Let's look at the show. Hey everybody, giddy up, giddy up. We've got Chris Hewitt from the Star Tribune talking movies. Patrick Royce filling in for Julia's little size six shoes. You're squishing out the sides, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Of had, the to, shoes. Had, had a big chair problem here because right. your chair was like I had to. It was up so high. seven feet high. <laughs> you do look surprisingly good in a mule, though. I know, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Chris, we got to get two more movie yes. reviews before we talk about Sandra Locke. Uh, if Beale Street could talk, this is getting nominated for many things. I know my. Um, uh, the kid that I love in this show on the CW called All American, which is about football, he is in this uh, movie. Uh, if Beale Street Could Talk, he plays the young, the younger person in it. I'll have to look at his name. But is his name Stephen James? Yes, he's the lead. Yeah, or okay, co lead, I guess. Yeah, and uh, this is getting nominated Golden Globe, Screen Actor Guild, Critics Choice. Yeah, I just saw it this morning. It's based on the James Baldwin novel. About uh, two young African-American people in, I guess it's the late 60s or early 70s, whose uh, love is tested by the fact that he gets falsely accused of rape and jailed. And so the movie skips around in time from before this happens, when they were happy and building a life together, and after when she's now become pregnant and is attempting to clear his name, and both of their families get involved, her mom is played by Regina King, who pretty much everybody is saying is going to be a supporting actress okay. nominee. Okay, but people were very mad at the Screen Actor Guild Awards for snubbing her. She did not get nominated for that. And people were losing their mind two days ago over this. Do well, you think- and it's probably the favorite that kept her out because both uh, Rachel Weisz and uh, Emma Stone got nominated in that category at the SAG Awards. Right. So. Okay. She's great. Is I mean, she I can't imagine her being overlooked again because she's really terrific in it. She's kind of the driving force behind the investigation to try to clear this young man's name, and she's she's terrific. I mean, she. What do you give terrific. this movie? I probably it's somewhere in that three and a half, half to four, four range. Okay, wow. It's also very. It's directed by Barry Jenkins, who made Moonlight, mm-hmm. and it's very very stylish in the same way that movie is. But it feels like the style is. Uh, driven by the storytelling. So like, for instance, the flashing back in time always makes perfect sense. It's like connected by the way people feel or what they're remembering or it's a beautiful movie. And that's opening pretty soon. That is Christmas day. That is okay. And how about I saw um, Felicity Jones and army hammer on the couch on the today show yesterday. Arm and hammer couldn't act in a school play. I hate him. He's horrible. Oh, I have not been a big fan of his, but I actually think he's pretty good in this. He okay. is? Okay. so he's very charming. It's called On the Basis of Sex, and it's... Not the best title, by the way. No, it isn't. It's not going to get people in. It's it, Is it a biopic of Ruth Bader Ginsburg? It, I know her nephew is. wrote the screenplay. 
Yes, it follows her. It uh, kind of a biopic. I'm hesitating only because it doesn't get anywhere near the Supreme Court. It stops. It stops essentially after she orders the first of the landmark civil rights case that she argues in front of the. Which I don't know that people know. So I think this is a good story to know. Not with that title, they're not going to know. Yeah. Well, and and one other problem is just this year, this summer, in fact, we had RBG, which was a fantastic documentary. Did extremely well too. It did extremely well. It kind of tells the whole story. And it gives you her, which is kind of what you yeah. really want to see. Felicity Jones doesn't even try to do the voice, which is such a distinctive voice. Oh, okay. Then Hoda and Ka- then Hoda was uh, kissing up to her because she complimented her on her Brooklyn accent. Not even close. Not even close. Okay. Um, and, and maybe it's better off not to try because it is so distinctive, yeah. but it's really missing. And is Army Hammer playing her husband? Yes, Mr. Ginsburg, who was also a very charming figure in the documentary. We get a little bit more of a sense of him and how he the two of them actually helped each other because they were in law school at the same time and they had a kid and they were both you know doing a, a job as well so it's amazing that the two of them accomplished as much as they did which the yeah. movie makes clear and do you did you like the movie i did on balance yeah yeah so yeah. now an open I mean, she's Christmas a great day? story for one thing yeah she does it kind of made me feel like i want to see the ruth bader ginsburg and i guess this is more more you overkill <laughs> Uh, miniseries because there's just so much going on in her life. She did so many things. Did you like the documentary, Patrick? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, I you haven't seen it. Yeah. I, I went to uh, the Dinah a couple of times and ended up going to another movie because the dang thing was full. You know? oh, yeah. I'm not surprised because yeah, it was they a big were packing hit. Them in, so. mm-hmm. And it's really good. And also, the Dinah is total of the audience. Well, we're all movie. rooting for her to live for a couple of months. Oh, my years. gosh. Please, she, she better. <laughs> she says she's standing strong. Yes. Yeah. Good. Oh, and she's in the movie at the very end, too, which is uh, maybe a surprise that I shouldn't reveal, but. Which also is a little bit hard on Felicity Jones because, like, you've just seen her trying to kind of capture that for two hours, and then at the very end, Ruth walks up the steps of the Supreme Court, and you're like, "That's the woman." That's I want to see. the woman. Okay, so uh, Sandra Locke has passed away. Everybody, you guys, what comes to mind when you think of her right away? I mean, the heart is a lonely hunter. Wait, oh, Clint Eastwood. What are you talking no, about? No, is that. But what is the first thing when you think of Sandra Locke? Or, Passing away, you do you think of that movie? Yeah, I do. I yeah. mean, it's her Oscar nomination, and yeah. she's fantastic in it. How about you, Patrick? Uh, I was never a big fan of hers. I yeah. thought she was okay, but she ended up playing Clint's companion in so many bad movies that uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I wasn't, I, I don't know. She was, she made me a little nervous. She was always nervous. She made me she, nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I Ruth, uh, didn't Ruth Gordon win for Rosemary's Baby in that year when she was up against her, I think, in The, the Heart mm-hmm. is a Lonely Hunter? Is that the same year? I, 68. Huh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Patrick, you're right. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people go, oh, yeah, she was the gal who was in The Outlaw Josie Wales, and then she was in all these Clint Eastwood movies. But the Hollywood Reporter ran an obituary for her. They've taken it down, but it was titled Uh-oh. Actress Sandra Locke, Embittered Ex of Clint Eastwood Dies at 74. Oh, man. Is that cold or what? I'll say, and misogynistic. Yeah, so they took it down, but what was the... I think what I read was that at the end of their 13-year relationship, they never got married. He he got a, another woman pregnant a couple times. I mean, they had tumultuous. They were in the tabloids, I'm sure. She came home to their house. It was locked. The locks were changed, and all her stuff was moved in storage. Why would you be better about that? Because she... Yeah, yeah and she... And she said, yeah, Clint had given her the house. She had to fight him for 
10 years in court. I've always got the impression that Clint was more worried about himself than other people. Yeah. Through his life here. I, I, I think, think that's he, probably a pretty I good think call. He, uh, I think he's... Uh, <laughs> and that must yeah. have been Francis Fisher who followed Sandra yes. Locke. Yes, I think it was. Uh, he they has, all end up hating him, right? Well, except like his it. first wife, the one Maggie, mm-hmm. he should have stayed with her. She's gorgeous. Huh. Showed up at the screening of the mule with all eight of his kids, including the secret love child that, you know, supposedly everyone in the family just found out about a few years ago. <laughs> so she was the only, at, well, and the current girlfriend, the 45 year old. But, you know. Anyway, so she's passed away, and she directed a movie too, didn't yes, she? Yes, she did. She directed Evan Rachel Wood in whatever movie because she she tweeted that you know just mm-hmm. how sweet she was, and um, just you know, I just hated that that a Hollywood Reporter referred to her as the embittered. Somebody ex. put an online headline on there, and not uh, a lot of people don't spend a lot of time worrying about those. It it might not be what's in print, or, you know. Yeah, we're, we're, right. Hollywood reporters, do they even print anymore? Do they? They, they probably do. don't. They, they do. do. Oh, still do. Yeah, they do. So anyway, yeah, but uh, we didn't really see much of her. I guess she was in a movie last year, and she died six Boy. weeks ago, and we're just. Finding oh, really? out now. I didn't yeah. know that part. She died November 4th. And, um, and family kept it quiet? Yep, they? they kept it quiet. Huh. So, wow. anyway. Um, okay, so did you like Bohemian Rhapsody, Chris Hewitt? I liked him a lot. Yes. Um, I don't know if I like the movie. I might be a little skeptical about uh, rock biopics all of a sudden. Well, it's the highest grossing musical biopic ever. It has made over $600 million at the box office. That makes sense. I mean, Queen is popular around the world. So, yeah. wait, what would it have beaten to become the highest grossing music by? Uh, Straight Out of Compton took in over 200 million. I like Straight Out of Compton. That was a great movie. Because it gave us some history. Yeah. yeah. I love it that Racy just gets out there. Freddie yeah. is uh Freddie is an interesting cat. Though, yeah, I say that. for sure. Oh, yeah. I kind of <laughs> wish the movie had told us a little bit more about him. Like yeah. the bisexuality, sexuality, for instance. He was very bit. private about it, and he would say the most outrageous things to journalists. All right, we got to go. Chris Hewitt, oh. thank you so much. Follow Chris. Uh, what's your Twitter handle? Chris? It is Hewitt Strib. Hewitt Strib. Thank you. We'll be right back. Patrick Royce, filling in for Jewel.